Welcome to Inner Divine Alchemy, a podcast for spiritual seekers who dare to explore the depth of this divine existence and the constructs that make up our very reality. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a fellow spiritual seeker, full-time creative entrepreneur, and best-selling indie author. If you're looking to go deeper on the types of things we discuss on this podcast, I sincerely hope you'll join me in my monthly membership community called the Inner Divine Collective at innerdivinealchemy.com. Without further ado, let's get metaphysical, shall we? Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. We are back with another episode. And today I want to talk about, or I guess kind of veer away from the metaphysical talk and the spiritual talk, although I feel like I say veer away from, even though that's just a part of who I am now. So naturally it just, (laughs) it tends to come out in these episodes. But there's something that's been on my mind as of late, as I was journaling this morning. And it was about being a creative and kind of like relieving the pressure as a creator, because this is something that I've definitely struggled with ever since I started my YouTube channel, creating podcast episodes, just creating things for other people to consume. And so I really started thinking about this in terms of like the pros and cons of being a creative entrepreneur, because under that umbrella, under that bucket, if you will, (laughs) there are so many things that I do. So I write books and I create YouTube videos and I record podcast episodes and I have digital courses and programs and I have a spiritual community. And so there's just a lot, right? I do intuitive energy readings. There's just a lot that falls under this creative entrepreneur bucket. And as I was journaling this morning, I started thinking about kind of the pros and cons and sort of what I kind of wish... I could have been prepared for when I did decide to leave corporate full time and kind of journey into the space of creative entrepreneurship full time. So that's what I want to talk about today is how I've been able to relieve the pressure because being a creator and a creative is my job. (laughs) That is that is what I'm here to do. That is what I do for a living. So it's really interesting. As I was writing down the pros and cons, I noticed myself gravitating toward writing the pros of corporate life, which if you've been here for a while, if you were here when the podcast was titled That Smart Hustle Podcast, you've probably noticed that a lot of the episodes really centered around the pains of corporate life or the cons of corporate life. So I decided to switch things up, call it the Jupiter and Pisces energy, this more optimistic energy. But I wrote down the corporate pros, like the things that were really beneficial at the time that I hadn't realized. And then I've written down the creative entrepreneurial cons, like what are the cons of being a creative entrepreneur? And what's so funny is that as I was comparing these two lists, I realized that they they intersected with each other. So the things that I loved about corporate life are the things that aren't necessarily 
I don't want to say available to you as a creative entrepreneur, but they're definitely more fluid. (laughs) So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's go ahead and start with the corporate pros or the the pros of working a corporate job. So the first thing I wrote down, of course, because I am a Taurus son, let's not forget that, is that I knew exactly where from and how much money would be coming into my life, into my bank account, and when it would be coming in. And of course, this really fed my Taurus need for security and stability. So that was a huge pro of corporate life, right? It's like we sign a contract or you sign a, you know, employment agreement with your salary and the benefits and if you have a bonus structure and all the perks and whatnot. And then usually, at least in the United States and for the company that I worked for, it was every two weeks that money would show up in your account. And I think that's a lot of the reason why people do decide to work corporate jobs or to have that more stable job is because it gives you that sense of security and almost kind of like a sense of control over your finances. But as a creative entrepreneur, uh, your income fluctuates a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But (laughs) I will say that in that fluctuation, one of the things that I know, like a soul lesson that I'm here to learn is about trusting in the universe. And that is because I have a south node in Virgo, which means I have a north node in Pisces. And south node, I've talked about this before, but it's what you've already mastered in previous lifetimes. And so with Virgo, that's the details and the the plans and the control over things and being super methodical and just having everything right where you need it to be and knowing all the the details, the funnels, like the entire structure of it, just being in control of that, right? So that's something I've already mastered in previous lifetimes. So why the fuck would I come to earth and and master that again? That doesn't make any sense. So what you're supposed to master in this lifetime is your north node energy which is Pisces. And if you know anything about Pisces, it is just this mystical, spiritual, flowing, like I trust in the universe entirely. And that's that. Like there is no security there. The security is in the universe, not in the material, not in the physical. And so that's obviously been a big lesson for me, but I've been a full-time creative entrepreneur for quite a while now. And while my income has fluctuated over the months, it's also helped me with that trust aspect because the more the more and more I walk this journey, the more and more resources and money and opportunities show up for me right when I need them. And so my security now, it's so interesting how it's completely shifted, whereas before it looked like all of these tangible things, which the scary thing about tangible things is that they can be taken away from you. But when you have that inner security, like the security comes from within yourself, that that trust and that knowing that you'll be able to make it through regardless of the external shit that happens, regardless of the tangible shit that's possibly taken away from you. That is something that no one and nothing can take away from you. And that is what the universe has helped me cultivate as I've been a full-time creative entrepreneur is that security in 
faith and in trust and knowing that I will always be taken care of no matter what. The second pro was the social outlet. And this kind of goes both ways. I feel like this was a pro and a con because I am very much an introvert. My human design profile is a 2-4. The 2 stands for the hermit. So I am very okay being by myself. I recharge when I'm by myself. At the workplace, it was nice to socialize with other people and to have conversations with other people. The lower side of that, though, was just the drama and the gossip, because the workplace that I was in, it was very much like that. There there was a lot of drama happening. So I would say the social outlet piece of it, like going to happy hours or making friends at work and going and doing things on our lunch break, like that was fun. That was a nice social outlet for me. That's something that I don't have as a creative entrepreneur because I am a solopreneur. So that kind of leaves the socializing completely on my shoulders where I'm having to reach out to people and initiate those conversations, whether it's through like a podcast interview or some sort of collaboration for a virtual event or just connecting with someone who lives in my area and, you know, meeting up with them for lunch or a coffee. But that that kind of rests on my, not kind of, it does rest on my shoulders now. The positive of that, though, is that I get to choose who I surround myself with, (laughs) whereas in the workplace, I was stuck with whoever also had a job at the place I was working at. And so, you know, pros and cons. Anyways, the next pro of a corporate job was that I could shut off At the end of the day, I could completely like shut down my computer, shut down that left side of my brain and kind of go into my right side brain activities or just completely shut off from productivity and work in general. And as a creative entrepreneur, my work and my life really meshed into one. And so it became very, very difficult for me to differentiate between the two because they they became so enmeshed and so entangled, right? And so I felt like I always had to be on, especially with vlogging, because I was vlogging my days, I was vlogging my life, and I was doing that every single week. Whereas at the office, I would just show up, I would play my corporate role, and then I would go home and I'd be able to be be the creative, be the writer, be the spiritual person. And the nice thing about that is that I can be who I really am all the time and drop that corporate persona because that was never who I was in the first place. But at the same time, when you're creating content, sometimes you just want a break from that. And for a while, I did have a persona with YouTube as well, where I got tired of that because it wasn't fully authentically me. So just like the corporate persona, I was like, I want to drop this YouTube persona because it it got tiring and exhausting. It was boring and I felt like I was in a box. And the biggest thing for me is freedom. I have a Sagittarius moon. So like freedom is my thing, which is something I'll get into kind of how this, this whole journey has really been about the subconscious desires of my moon sign and also why I think your moon sign is so important in your chart. I told you the spiritual stuff was going to come out. It all ties together. (laughs) And so the next pro of working a corporate job was that for the most part, work 
was easy and almost mindless. Granted, I was doing work that was boring and didn't light me up. So although it was easy and somewhat mindless, I didn't want to spend my time doing it. Even if it was something I could get done in like five or 10 minutes, I just, again, freedom is huge for me. So if like, if I didn't feel like doing my work, I didn't want to have to do my work. So that's kind of the pro con there is yes, the work was easy and mindless, but if I didn't feel like doing it, of course, that was, I was creating resistance around the work. Whereas a con being a creative entrepreneur is that the work that I do does require a lot of effort. I wouldn't say it's mindless and I wouldn't say it's easy either because I'm, I'm coming up with and channeling information and creating new things, like pulling things that don't exist yet from the ethers and bringing them, manifesting them into this physical reality. That is not easy. <laughs> that is not easy at all. And it's certainly not mindless. So in that sense, because I don't like to use the word effort, but there is more effort involved as a creative entrepreneur in that regard. But with that said, the work that I do is energetically charging for my soul. So I would much rather there be effort that I am having to expend, but have the work be energetically charging than to have it be minimal effort, but like draining my soul. And that sounds like such a contradiction, but if you've worked in corporate or if you are working a corporate job, I feel like if you know, you know. So circling back to what I was talking about with your moon sign, which by the way, do you love how I just use that corporate phrase circling back? Ugh, I hate it, but I don't know. I don't know another phrase. I don't know what else to use to say like, okay, coming back to, we're now coming back to what I was talking about earlier with your moon sign is that your moon sign, so you have your sun sign, your right, you have your big three, right? Your sun, your moon, and your rising sign, which is also called your ascendant sign. So the moon is actually, like your moon sign is actually the soul of your identity. It's the sub- conscious part of yourself that you likely keep hidden from others, unlike your outward facing sun sign. So the moon is what rules your emotions. It rules your subconscious. So it also makes up a big part of your emotional side. So that's why I love really diving into your moon sign and everything about it. Again, my moon is in Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. It is the explorer, the eternal optimist, the lifelong student, the seeker of higher knowledge and spiritual things. And, you know, you pair that with a North Node in Pisces, and it's no wonder that I've taken the path and the journey that I've taken. So for me, because I know that creative entrepreneurship is not for everyone, you may have a moon sign like a Taurus moon, for instance, that need for security and stability may outweigh something like freedom, unless you have a sign like Sagittarius or Aries or another sign that's like really focused around freedom in your chart. So when I acknowledge that having a moon in Sagittarius and that desire for freedom outweighed my Taurus sun and the need for stability, that's when everything really shifted for me. Because the pros of creative entrepreneurship, for me, it's all about the freedom. I get unlimited vacation. I get to design my days and my schedule. 
I have no meetings unless I set them. I have no one to report to. I have unlimited earning potential. Like I'm not capped at a salary. I can literally earn and receive however much money I am energetically aligned with. I'm not around office drama or gossip because it's I get to choose the vibe of the space. I make it a high vibe space because it's mine. And also, usually I'm the only one in it. So I'm just kind of like over here living in my own world, vibing. <laughs> and lastly, of course, is just doing what I want, when I want, and how I want. And so all of those things, if you really kind of dive into each of those pieces, it's about freedom. All of those things point to freedom on every level. So if you're in a place where you're trying to figure out if you want to go the corporate route or perhaps you're already there and you're deciding whether or not you want to stay in a corporate job and pursue something else, I would highly, highly encourage you to just look at your natal chart, your birth chart in astrology, and just look at your moon sign. Just look at your moon sign. There, of course, are other factors in your chart as well, but if you really don't know where to start and you want a jumping off point, look at your moon sign. And then the second piece of that, I would say, is to look at your north node to see what energy you are supposed to be learning about and embodying in this lifetime. And we have content in the Inner Divine Collective that goes over all of this. So of course, I would love to have you join us. You can go to innerdivinealchemy.com to learn more, and I will leave that link in the show notes for you. So the last thing I want to talk about to wrap up this episode are my five biggest lessons that I have learned as a full-time creative spiritual entrepreneur, because, you know, what would this podcast be without some some shadow work and some spiritual lessons in there, right? <laughs> so the first lesson was that mistakes and failures are all on me, and to take responsibility for my mistakes and my failures. When you work in a corporate setting, there are so many moving pieces. And there are so many people usually that emails and projects and things like that are funneling through. And so sometimes it's kind of easy to figure out where in the process things went wrong or like where a mistake was made or possibly where where the project failed or maybe where an individual, a colleague may have failed or kind of let something slip, right? But when you're a solopreneur, Mistakes and failures and things like that. And again, I don't like the words mistake or failure because I think everything is just an opportunity to learn. So that's a big part of this lesson is reframing it, taking responsibility and being able to say, okay, so that didn't go as I expected or that didn't work out how I thought it was going to or, ooh, whoops, don't want to do that again. To be able to acknowledge that it's an opportunity for growth and to learn, to take responsibility for that, and also to not be put off by that mistake or that failure, to, to have that growth mindset enough to want to try again. That has been a huge lesson for me because oftentimes when something doesn't work out the first time around, you know, we can be kind of like put off by it and just sort of leave it be, kind of table it. But to me, I really think that's more avoiding it and ignoring it and kind of being in denial a little bit. So that's the first lesson. The second one 
is on setting boundaries because boundaries are a must when you are running your own business. And the biggest boundaries, because I could name probably hundreds (laughs) that I've had to set, but the biggest ones for me have been setting a boundary around my availability to others, which using an automatic responder in your email is probably one of the greatest things that I have ever done. And letting people know exactly when my quote-unquote work hours are, how long they can expect until they get a response from me, if they can even expect one at all. All of this is in my email signature. And what I've noticed is that this helps me manage the expectations of other people because as someone who is creating and kind of in her own zone and in her own world, and especially as a manifester, managing the expectations of others is not is not my job. And so I've also learned too that what I expect from myself, because it's an internal job, will automatically be reflected in the external. And so the more that I've set boundaries within myself, the more I'm seeing those boundaries reflected where not that people expect less of me, but they just know where the boundary is and kind of what to expect in terms of my response time, how long it takes me to get back to them or how long it's going to take to post a video or to post a new podcast episode. And sometimes those things are unknown, but I don't have, I used to have people like badger me or leave comments or send emails about like when I was going to post something next. And so I completely understand now that that was in my energy because I had this anxiety around constantly being of service to other people. And that, again, that was a huge lesson I had to learn was prioritizing myself and my energetic needs before everything and everyone else. The third lesson I learned has to do with having a beginner's mindset and understanding that this is a growth mindset, that there is always more to learn and to be open to it. Because the minute that you step into or assume that energy of, I already know this, I already know everything, you limit yourself. You cap yourself, you put yourself in a box, you don't learn anything, and so you're not growing, you're not expanding. And that is the whole point, that is the whole reason for our existence, is to expand. That is why our souls came here for expansion. The fourth lesson I learned is that as a creative entrepreneur, this is a big one and it kind of ties into the last episode, as a creative entrepreneur, you don't have to be creative all day long. (laughs) This is that weird expectation. It's kind of like when people think they want to be a writer, a full-time writer or full-time author, that that would mean that they're writing all day long. And that's not the case. Maybe it is for your energy. Maybe you're someone who can sit in front of a computer for 12 hours and just write all day long and not get tired of it. I know my energy. That's not how I work. And my short bursts of energy are more valuable and more productive. So just because I I call myself a creative entrepreneur, this is just a title. This is just just something that I say to help people kind of be able to identify what it is I do, but that doesn't actually mean that that is my identity. And it doesn't mean that as a creative entrepreneur, I am creating every single second of every single day. And the last lesson, number five, is around learning to work with your energy and showing yourself grace during the process. So 
I look at everything that's out there, all the information that's out there, whether it's astrology, numerology, human design, all of these different systems, all of these different methods, I look at them as tools. Like, I am the carpenter, if you will, and I have certain things in my toolbox, and I can kind of pick and choose what tool I need for the task that lies ahead. So these aren't like dogmas that I subscribe to. I understand that they're fluid. I understand that they're abstract, which again, I think is really really enhanced or amplified by my Sagittarius moon, because I think that there are a lot of different things that can work together, and not everything in every system is going to necessarily ring true, but to take the pieces that do resonate with you personally, add them to your toolbox, and then use them as needed. So all in all, even though my corporate job provided a sense of security and stability and a social outlet, and I was available to shut off from it, and the work was somewhat easy and mindless, the fact that creative entrepreneurship gives me freedom in every area of my life significantly outweighs the pros of a corporate job. And so again, your moon sign can be a great jumping off point if you are in that place where you're trying to figure out what you want to do next on your journey. So that is it for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And I will chat with you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more beyond this podcast, make sure to check out my website at innerdivinealchemy.com and give me a follow over on Instagram at innerdivinealchemy. Don't forget to check out The Collective, where we have monthly themes on all things metaphysical and spiritual. I'll chat with you all again very soon.